0: My love, I am so happy and so pleased to announce that this episode is brought to you by my very own company, Savage Chocolates, which is all about cultivating a more loving relationship to your body and to food. You know, we don't really believe in guilty pleasure. We just believe in pleasure done well. Right? Have you ever had that uh, candy bar or a thing of ice cream and you eat it and you're like, wait, I don't, I don't remember eating that. (laughs) Wait, where'd that go? (laughs) Well, that's why I created Savage Chocolates, because I know the importance of pleasure. And I think that we don't slow down enough to actually experience it. And so if you are wanting to eat mindfully, if you are wanting to be reminded of how to actually experience your pleasure, then please go to www.savagelosangeles.com to order your goods. All right, you guys, let's get to it. All right, my queen. Hello. My <laughs> girl, my Kayla. Um, thank you for being here.
1: Oh, it's an honor, my girl. My anything, anything that you do, I'm there.
0: I'm um, back at you. <laughs> Our meeting our um our joining of souls has been so fucking divine this whole
1: time. so divine
0: <laughs> so good um Kayla Brenda can you break it down for my beautiful savages out there
1: mm-hmm.
0: who are you what's your story just start with who are you what do you do and tell
1: something <laughs> that you love something that i love that was the last part yes okay What's up everybody? I'm Kayla Brenda. I'm a professional dancer and instructor. Um, I've been dancing professionally for the past 11 years. Um, Something that I love is my dogs and every dog in general
0: <laughs> yes.
1: there was, obsessed there was something
0: going around on instagram for a while that was like we have two hands so that we can pet more than one dog at, at a time
1: <laughs> like, was- honestly i really feel like they're just sent from wherever heaven or whatever you believe in to like be little 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 love balls you know yeah. like they're just from another world. I just love and appreciate every dog that exists. You know what it I don't is know.
0: is dogs, dogs are actually like <clears throat> like like we talk about goals, like oh my god, goals, like body goals, yeah. relationship goals. Like yeah. actually dogs are fucking goals. Because honestly, all they do is unconditionally love whoever is in front of them.
1: And they just are, you know, they don't they don't try to be anything else. They're just whatever they want to be in their own little pleasure. I'm kind, you know,
0: of, I'm kind of stuck by the fact that we just realized that dogs are goals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're making we're making shirts.
0: <laughs> we're making, yeah, we're like we're making shirts sure not only that say only love, but like dogs are goals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, really, and really, it's one in the same. So there we go,
0: exact same thing. <laughs> uh, so you guys who are listening, uh, I'm so privileged and honored because Kayla and I uh created well kayla is the og she created uh, the body love series which is all mm-hmm. about you know cultivating and creating a more loving relationship to our body which like last time i checked we all have a body last time i checked, we do yeah. we all had like a little bit of a fucked up relationship to it and like there's room for growth and healing and so like you created this platform mm-hmm. What do you say? It's like an army of women
1: who love themselves, who who love themselves or who are learning to love themselves. Um, so with this series, what I wanted to create, I was just, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows you're on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and you get all the pop-up ads everywhere or even freaking Pinterest. And there's all these different, you know, online studios or spaces for workouts or fitness, you know, and it's like, oh, get this six-pack in 6 weeks or, you know, make your booty bigger if, with this exercise or this diet craze will make you look like this. Yeah. And I just kind of realized it's it was all like um if you do this, then you'll get this aesthetic result, you know, if you do this thing, you'll get your body will do this. Yeah. And I just thought that was so silly like are all women's bodies don't react the same to everything, you know? And on top of that, why are we always, why do we always want our bodies to look like something if we're putting time into them? You know, I I'm going to put time into it so that it looks like this, you know, like, so I wanted to create a space for women to spend time with their bodies, come home to their bodies, get in touch with their bodies in multiple different ways and not, expect an aesthetic result like I feel like that's something that didn't exist or I haven't seen it exist and I wanted to create it
0: yeah if it it doesn't exist you got to make it and yeah you totally did and it's such a safe space and you know you're talking about working out you know all these Mm -hmm. workouts but what you have really created is is a work in
1: oh it's a work work in
0: in, girl (laughs)
1: I love it
0: and I, I'm mm-hmm. so, I'm so grateful and honored that, I mean, it was so funny because you like, I met you taking your class because you're like the mm-hmm. best in this bitch, yes and 100% <laughs> and I, you know, started taking class with you at playground and then just kind of like followed you around a little bit. Yep. And yep. then you just like stumbled into one of my classes one day. Like I was like, girl, come take my yoga class,
1: uh-huh. like
0: vibe tribe, like full vibe uh-huh and, and then you asked me to to teach for the series and yep. and it was so visceral like i know that we're in quarantine times and i you know haven't taught a class in person since you know february or whatever it mm-hmm. is but like it was visceral what you've created this oh my gosh i'm people you know like these people yeah. are so like picking up what you're putting down
1: oh my goodness it's just crazy i think when you um, take away like the expectation part. Right. So we talked about the aesthetic result, like when you take that away and then all you have is you and your body, like there's so much that's going to come up and people were super receptive to it. And so open, but I think one thing that like really helped cultivate that openness in the community was having teachers like you, because, When I, when I asked each teacher to come teach for the series, I, I think you remember I specifically said, I was like, be as open and raw and vulnerable as you possibly can. Like take all the layers off, like show them who you are. Um, And I said, I was like, you can't go too deep. And each teacher took that in their own way, you know, but I think with you, you, you said I'm just showing up heart first. <laughs> We're going fucking deep. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not stressed about it. Yeah. And everybody really connected to that. And so usually when you have a leader that's ready to fucking take off the mat, can I cuss on here? Well, I'm going off all the time. Yes, please. Okay. Um, if you have a leader that's willing to do that, then I think people feel more comfortable and the community was like, oh now we can all remove our masks. Now we can all show up as we are. And that just continued to build. And now we have this group of women on the internet that just are are truly showing up as themselves, which I think deserves like a nobel peace prize from the internet world Do you know what i'm saying like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like it's a dichotomous to like what the
1: internet is doing right about. like the internet, right.
0: make it look good make it be fierce like you could be depressed but like make us all believe you're fucking having the time of your life it's <laughs> you know, like a group of souls that's just like here's what it is
1: exactly yeah. and
0: in the best way or like in actually- the
1: best way yeah and it's like this is what For me, it's reinvigorated my passion to connect via the Internet because, you know, for a while, I mean, I think we've all felt it. We get burnt out because we feel like it's superficial because we're being superficial and everybody around us is being superficial. And sometimes it's hard. We're like, I don't know how to break down that wall. Well, the first step is to just break your own wall down. You know, and then when other people see that, then there's an opportunity to to, to connect. You know, um, so now it's kind of re inspired me because I'm like, this is what the internet and Instagram and all these shitty apps that we hate love could be. You know, they could be used for these things. So, um, it gets me excited, I guess, to. <laughs> To be on the gram.
0: <laughs> and it's so true. Like, I feel like when these apps were created, like, they were created with the best of intentions. Like, I, I think, sure. genuinely, like, hey, this is really cool. Like, you can reconnect to this person you went to high school with or, like, sure. whatever. Like I think that that really was the intention and it's just turned mm-hmm. Like such a crazy place. It's like this weird right. world of like distortion. But
1: <laughs> totally. <you> know, <laughs> yes, but, yes.
0: But after the series, you know, the series was such a such a powerful movement and you created mm-hmm. a powerful force for positive change that mm-hmm. you know you and I created this course. And I really want to get into the course, but before before we start talking about that, can you mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about what brought you here? Like what you mm-hmm. You know, like I talk about it a lot that when we, that when we have an issue in our life and then we alchemize it and like turn it into something powerful and share it, mm-hmm. that's when, that's when real magic happens.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That,
0: like, you know, me with my history, with my eating disorder, like, yes. I, I, you know, so of course, like I've turned that into like I'm going to help these people with this thing because I've been yes. through the fire and I'm now like blazing gold in this.
1: Yes, yes, so, yes. I want to know
0: your version of your mess.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want you. To, I want you to spill the tea. <laughs> um, okay, so I think there's two layers to it uh, that kind of fuse together. Um, the first layer being. Um, my experience growing up as a dancer and then a professional dancer. So, you know, growing up, I was training all the time in ballet, tap, you know, all the shits, but classical styles. And then on the flip, I was also no pun intended. I was also a gymnast. So I was a competitive gymnast, also training in dance. And when I was at gymnastics, you know, they would tell me, oh, your body's too thin. Like you need to be more powerful. You need to work out twice as much as the other girls on the team, you know, like all this stuff. Then I would go the next hour to a ballet class and they would tell me you're too muscular. Like your, your body's too muscular for ballet. Like you're never going to be good at it. So for many years in my like formative Childhood, I guess, like I was old enough to know what was happening. I was too much in both things that I loved, you know? So, which I think echoes throughout life, or too much or too little. I'm sorry. Too much in one place, too little somewhere else. And Yes and that echoes everywhere right we're always going to be too much or too little or whatever the case is like there's always an expectation it seems so grow, grew up kind of with that luckily i was always like you know well i'm just going to be me like can't please everybody what am i going to do like chase like work out all the time to be a gymnast or starve myself to be a ballerina Neither of those sounded fun to me, so I was just gonna stay in the middle. <laughs> um, and grew up, you know, to move to Los Angeles to pursue a career in dance, which I was a country bumpkin from the middle of nowhere in Colorado, didn't even know how to do my makeup, like, could only put my hair in a ponytail. And here I was in Hollywood, <laughs> like, going to auditions with 500 girls trying to book a job for whoever, right? And, um, within that I started it, you know, it was a very harsh, very fast reality check, you know, oh, if you want to be successful in the thing that you love, you also have to play by certain rules, which are, you know, the rules of Hollywood. You got to look a certain way, have a certain body type, um, be able to be kind of the ideal standard in order to get hired or sell whatever product you're promoting or, you know, whatever the case is. And it, it, I really didn't take it too much into my soul again. I think this is just because I had a good upbringing. I I've always been, you know, pretty self-confident, but I did like have a perspective. I looked, I looked at it from an outer perspective and I was like, okay, so legitimately, if I want to be successful, I, I need to play by these certain roles. So, okay, we all adapt, you know? And then I started realizing Well, if they want me to look this certain way, right, to come create this music video or to come be in this commercial, well, where does that commercial or music video go? It goes throughout the entire rest of the world, right? Right. So not only am I like having to adhere to this standard to have a career, but then that standard is now being blasted literally all over the world for people in Iowa or wherever who don't know that this is a, a curated experience right? saying that this is the standard, you know? So yeah. that kind of got me just thinking about, you know, societal expectations for women, not only in image, but in behavior um, and standards of beauty that were blasted with from every corner, you know, in my work, I'm, I participate and creating what a beauty standard is, <laughs> yeah. you know, at times. And then that's blasted everywhere. So um, that, I think that's layer one, right? Is just growing up, feeling, always feeling like, and I think females in general feel this in all kinds of different ways. We grow up feeling like we're always too much, too little, not exactly right, blah, 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 all the things, right? So growing up in that, and then Discovering hollywood and and how these standards of beauty beauty or expectations on women and behavior and whatever are then blasted, I was like, not everybody has the has the behind the scenes view that I have of this. Like people really think it's real. Right. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of open the curtain to that. So that's layer one. Layer two was around ages like um my high school, my high school years. Uh, I had lost a friend in a really kind of tragic way and oh, I had a, I had a moment of, you know, teenage hopelessness. And in that moment, I was kind of swept up by a church youth group in my hometown and they're a very intense Christian church youth group. <laughs> Um, and while it was like this sliver of like hope and purpose that I needed at that point in my life, it also brought with it loads and loads of shame, shame around being a female shame around being a strong female shame around wanting to be a leader, shame around dance and my relationship to my body. Oddly enough, you know, like I had, friends within the group saying oh well, you know that pursuing dance is selfish and that you have to like um d- you have to deny what you want you have to deny your body you have to it was just very it was a very confusing situation like um dancing makes you slutty well you know it's too sensual it's you know all of these things all of these voices and i'm saying a very surface layer version of what it really was <laughs> you know it, it was it was me trying to connect to my spirituality and then that being bombarded by people who were trying to now form me into what would be a good christian woman um which none of my spirit really jived with <laughs> yet it was presented to me as if i wasn't these things as if i wasn't a submissive passive quiet like Borderline asexual human, I wouldn't be able to connect to God. So I kind of went along a journey of going, trying to connect to God by these rules, by these, you know, whatever. And the whole time, Alexa, it felt like my blood was on fire. Like I would sit in like church services and they would be preaching about how women couldn't be leaders or shouldn't, sorry, shouldn't be leaders. Um, how they would never be leaders in this particular church. And I was just sitting there boiling, like this can't be right. And I would go home and people would tell me, Oh, well, you just have to read the Bible. It's in the Bible. I would go home and read these certain scriptures, you know, about, Um, women speaking in church or wives have to be submissive all the time to their husbands or this and that. And I literally remember reading one of those passages one night and taking my pen and like scratching out these words in the Bible. Cause not because I was like, fuck that. But because I was like, there is no way that a God that created half of the human population to be women had this intention for them. You know what I mean? Like there's, if that's what you believe, if that's what you believe, like there's no way that my existence on this earth is supposed to be small. Like I know the fire within myself. I know I've cultivated this like intimate connection to my body. And there's no way that whoever created me, whatever created me wants that to play small. Like I just knew that it didn't feel right with my, with my spirit and with what, I would say was my connection to God. So essentially um, I started maybe like five years later, five years of being like really intensely involved in the church. um, I pardon. I'm sorry. I missed it.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I had booked a tour. So this is when I was like still very Christian. I had gotten married to a, Christian into a Christian family, Christian man, the whole thing. <laughs> so in like about five years in, I was doing okay with dance and I happened to book a world tour with Trey songs, no big which, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who invented sex and Mr. Steal Your Girl and all of that stuff. And I mean, to be honest. I loved it. Like I was, that was like the first time I was like found my 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 sensual movement, and I just lived for it. I loved it. I found power in it. I kind of got to a place where I was like, the, you know, I was starting to see like this is what this is what connects me. This is what this is a part of what centers me. You know, like why would I deny this aspect of myself? Um, and kind of through that experience and going on a journey of finally, I guess letting myself move in a sensual way and not finally thinking that God wasn't going to smite me from heaven. You know, like I, I freed myself up and I realized like, this is, this is a part of my truth. You know, like there's, there's no way for me to have this human experience and a fully embodied experience while shunning this part of me away. And so from that point on, I kind of started slowly separating myself, um, from the mindsets of the church and the church in general. Um, and you know, it, now I've, I, I've used that as such a lesson. Like, and the thing is, is that it was the, the messages of, uh, be submissive, be quiet, um, don't don't try to be a leader like just don't even try it's not cute and oh anything about your body is sinful oh by the way female you are the root of all sin in the world by right. the way right. you know all of those messages like were sh- were like such huge i don't know like the exclamation points being shouted at me from the church but then i realized too those messages still exist in our society. Like whether we like it or not, you know, they might not come from church for every woman, but they're still there. Like there's still this like overarching, like, Hey, if you're a chick play small, just be cute and be fuckable. And we're good with that. You know? And I just, as I kind of was coming out of that, I I realized that every woman internalizes these messages at some point in her life. And we all kind of learn to carry shame for our sexuality at some point or our bodies at some point in our life. And we're all kind of trying to function in this world kind of with like, without all our limbs, you know, because we're, we're hiding one part away or like, there's all these rules and stipulations about the sexuality that we have or the sensuality that we have. Like, Oh, it's only good for in the bedroom. or It's only good for your partner, you know? And, um, I wanted to find a way to help women, like embrace their sensual side and body their sensual sensual side and realize that it's a part of them yeah. that makes them divine and that makes us creators and that makes us you know the feminine goddesses that we are and it's there because it's supposed to be there you know and um so that's kind of layer 2 yes. of where where body love came from because yes it's it's wanting to connect to your body without you know, demanding an aesthetic result, but in connecting to our body, we also have to connect to every single part of us, which includes our sensuality. So I think that's what makes it unique: is it's those two ideas paired together.
0: Amen, amen. Well, that's a woman. A woman. Um, a woman. Uh, <laughs> it's it's so real, um, and, and especially for women, um, you know. In a patriarchal society, you, we get these messages all the time, like you said. Yes. Especially with, like, rape culture. Like, unfortunately. Oh, my God. I don't really know a single woman, period, that hasn't had yeah. some sort of trauma or abuse or, yeah. or just, like, bad run-in with being, whatever, harassed. Yes. Uh, and we learn very early. I mean, I remember, like, first being harassed, like, as, like, a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right. 12, walking down the street, and some guy's like, damn, girl, like, I'd hit that. And you're just like, Oof. I don't even know right. what it means, but like what I'm learning really quickly is that like my body is bad.
1: Not yeah. Or, or it's not yours or it's, it's for other people. Yeah.
0: hundred percent. And it gets me unwanted attention, like yep. unwanted attention in a way that doesn't make me feel safe.
1: Yes. Um,
0: and so this expression of sensuality when it's for us. hmm ownership of, no, 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 this isn't for you, honey. This is about me feeling good and powerful in my femininity and in my sexuality. That is like, I mean, this is like, Kayla, you know me, like I'm a very, you and I both are like very aggressive, like intense, Mm -hmm. like
1: powerful forces. Yes.
0: Also own that, that power, but in a very feminine, sensual way. Mm -hmm. like yin and yang come together baby like that for
1: sure oh yeah and and to go back to what you were saying about you know we learn that our bodies are are you know something that a either gets you unwanted attention or it's something that um you realize that oh my body's the, the world expects that my body's not for me it's for them yes it's crazy how that echoes like we internalize a lot of it, right? So, cause we just expect, or we just assume that this is just how we ex- are expected to exist in this world, right. but we, it also can, you know, kind of show up in, in some ugly ways in like judging other women, you know, like I had a woman on my Instagram the other day that she was calling one of my heels dancing videos, porn. She was like, Oh, this is porn. This is, <laughs> this is basically porn. At first I was like, I don't know what kind of porn you watch, but yeah. definitely porn." but yeah, but something told me to kind of go back and forth with her, which I don't normally do. But so she was saying it's porn. It shouldn't be on the internet. You know, as women, we should, our bodies are our, our temples. We should be covering ourselves. We should blah, 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 all this stuff. And I invited her like, Hey, something's clearly triggering you about seeing the female form on the internet. Like I would invite you to explore that. Why is it triggering you? What is it? Yes. And she stopped responding publicly and sent me a direct message and we talked for a bit more. And she said, you know, I didn't really realize it, but I was a victim of, of rape for 12 years. And she was like, I I love being sexy. I love being sensual. She's like, I twerk in my room all the time, but when I see it online or the thought of posting something online or for the public to see, she's like, that kind of makes me feel like maybe I deserved all of what I got because I'm sharing it. And that goes back to rape culture, right? Like she's essentially, yeah, she's essentially saying, oh, well, you know, I wanted to say this to you. I wanted to, you know, discourage you from posting because I don't want people to think that you're asking for it. So she was kind of trying to protect me in a really fucked up way. Yeah. And it people was just
0: good. Honestly.
1: Yeah. it And it, but it can come out, it can come out a little, you know, a little messy sometimes, but True. it was just such a moment of, I was like, that, that is just crazy. You know, we've learned, she's learned that being sexy or being empowered in her sensuality in whatever way that she wishes brings danger. And so when she sees it online, she reacts from, from a triggered place, you know, and she did it come out judgy. Yes. But it, what was it her reacting to a trauma and her reacting to what she has experienced to be danger? Yes. And that brings me to a whole other point about the fact that women <laughs> expressing their, well, the fact that women expressing their sexuality equals yeah. danger is just fucked up in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's oh. a whole nother thing. <laughs> Girl,
0: that is a whole, I mean, we could have like a <clears throat> 17 hour talk on this. Right. I want yeah. you right now is like, thank mm-hmm. you for acquiring her and not just shutting mm-hmm. her down because it's very easy just to go, you know what, fuck you, get off my page. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> yes. like, you know
0: you want to do that
1: but yeah.
0: there but again you had that gentle nudge from the universe being like hey hey hey, dig deeper like like yes then. and like yeah. beauty is it's like you found a place of understanding because you took the time to actually have a conversation
1: mm-hmm.
0: people people are acting and that's and this is where the yoga piece comes into this whole sensuality piece
1: yeah we
0: act out of reactivity all the time. Part of the reason I got into yoga in the first place is because I'm a freaking reactivity cool.
1: <laughs> Definitely. You know, React.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's all about it. Pussycat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I am that song, basically. <laughs> That's why I started practicing because I needed to be able to like check myself before I wreck myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Slow down and be like, wait, wait, wait. Like, get curious.
1: Yes. Get curious. And I, I think, I think that's a really important, you know, rule for the internet in general especially around these kinds of topics but also i would like i think your intuition can tell you when someone is completely closed off and they're just trying to be nasty and when there's something behind you know when there's a deeper conversation to be had um and with this girl there was definitely a deeper conversation um so i went that route but i'm also not afraid of a good old block report block delete moment you know what i mean <laughs>
0: And and that's the beauty, you know. It's like I say it all the time: like open, but with boundaries.
1: Open, but with boundaries. Yes. Like 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 strong
0: spine, open heart. Like you have to be able to discern. Like okay, there's no getting through, or like okay, there's like an for sure whatever. Like bye, not interested. Yes. No. Yes. Or like when the like random person that doesn't speak English, you know, (laughs) on my page being like very pretty, I kiss you. You know, and it's you know, and it's just like, okay, well, like, okay, that's fine. You know, I kiss you, okay, fine. And, like the, the post is about like not that, but like okay. Right.
1: <laughs> right. But okay, well is what it is. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
0: So I mean, and no judgment to them. I they're they're meeting me where they can see, you know, like mm-hmm. where, where we're able to see. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So
0: it's a that's great quote huge. Um, (laughs) One thing I'm, I'm so excited about, you know, with this course and and we still have the date today, September 11th. Oh my goodness.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, We still have like three weeks.
0: Yeah, We still have like three weeks to be able to, to, to do it
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: and to get involved. And, and the thing is, is that like, I've, I've taught probably over, over 20 yoga retreats in my day, at least. Wow, and a I queen. I really say that I think this this course that you and I created from a mm-hmm. place of like such truth and such knowing, and and again, we've both walked through our individual fires and like take
1: mm-hmm.
0: put them into this like beautiful, like wrapped up with a bow package.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think this is one of my proudest moments as a teacher.
1: I love that. But also me too. I I say all the time, this is my favorite thing that I've ever created. (laughs) And it really is. Yeah.
0: So purposeful. I would love for you to share. um, Mm -hmm. I would love for you to share just like a little, uh, a lesson or something that you, that, you, that maybe people can start practicing like right now to start feeling safe in their body or
1: mm. uh, like a
0: tool that like, I remember um, with the series you offered the like paper heart thing. Like,
1: yeah.
0: Can you share, can you share like a little something that maybe.
1: Sure. Uh, yeah. Do you, should I share the paper heart little, I'll share a paper heart little oh, exercise. Okay. That's, that's a great one. I'm glad that you brought that up. So before the very first series that i did i asked everyone to cut out a paper heart out of printer paper or journal page whatever you have available to you just cut out a plain paper heart and this exercise is really just about kind of gauging what your relationship is to your body right now like it changes with how we feel But this kind of little exercise gives us a physical representation of like, what what am I really going through each day with this relationship to my body? So you cut out your little paper heart and you're going to keep it with you for, let's say, five days. So you commit to keeping this paper heart near to you for five days. Take it with you, put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, whatever. Keep it somewhere that you can always see it. Whenever you have a negative thought or a judgment towards your own body, towards your physical appearance, towards the way you look one day, towards, you know, oh, my thighs or to this or to that. Whenever you have any type of thought like that, I want you to take the paper heart and rip it just a little bit on, you know, one of the edges. And I want the rips to be reflective of how deep that wound goes, right? So if you look in the mirror, if you've always hated your nose and you got made fun of for how big your nose was your whole life. And now every time you look at the mirror, you take a picture. The first thing is you see is your nose and you have disdain and hatred for it that goes back years and years and years. And the pain is deep. Maybe that's a bigger rip. If it's just like you pass by a mirror and you're like, Ugh, my skin's breaking out, maybe that's just a lighter rip. You know what I mean? So yeah. go for five days, every time there's a negative thought, judgmental thought to your physical or your sensual, honestly, like, yeah. oh, my shame is bad or my sensuality is bad, or I'm not sexy, or I'm whatever it is, any kind of negativity towards that, make a little bit of a rip. Yes. After five days, I want you to look at your heart. <laughs> and see where you're at see what it looks like you know and it's crazy how each day we have these thoughts whenever we pass by a mirror to our makeup or whatever and they happen daily but we never see a physical representation of it we never look at a little paper heart that we've had for five days and see it shredded afterwards like now imagine 365 days of the year that's happening you know, like what can you heal? What can you show up for? Like, this is it. This is the most important relationship that you will ever have is yourself to your, to your body, you, you to you <laughs> yeah. and you're treating it this way, you know? So I would have like invite everyone to do that. And then if you're finding, holy shit, like I just destroyed this little heart piece of paper Come do the course. (laughs) Um, And that's not to sell it, but it's truly like I get endless DMs about, you know, what I eat, what my fitness routine is. By the way, I don't work out like I just don't. I dance and that's because I love it. You know what I mean? Like I do intuitively what's right for my body, but I get these endless DMS about, you know, my routines. Um, how did I get so confident? How did I, how do I get confident expressing my se- sensuality? How does it come so naturally? You know, Alexa, you get DMs about how did you overcome your eating disorders? Or, you know, what, has, what, what part has yoga played in your healing? Yeah. And we've taken, we've literally listened to everybody that comes to our, our DMs and we created this to answer all of those questions in depth because honestly, let's be real, those questions, if we were to try to answer them in a DM, it would not be the, like what we want to give you. So that's why we sat down together and created this seven day course with every ounce of passion, energy, and intention that we have to actually give you the tools to cultivate healing with the relationship to your body and your sensuality. So anyways, if you do the paper heart exercise and it's not looking so good, (laughs) come sign up for the course. What's that?
0: And then please get involved with
1: the course, please get involved with the course, because it really is. It, it, it's, it's what we would want to give you at that point. You know, like, it's like, oh, my heart looks like trash. Well, we have this for you that will take you on a journey that will help. And the really cool thing is, after this series, so I had everybody do the paper heart exercise at the beginning of the series, and everybody was pretty discouraged. They were like, wow. Like my heart's in shreds, you know? And then at the end of the series, I had them do it again. And I had them utilize the different practices that we did in the series, Alexa, some of those were your little mantras and meditations. And at the end, I I asked them to do it for five days and then send me a photo of what their heart looked like. First of all, the hearts were either having one or two rips after five days teeny tiny ones or a lot of the girls started putting stars like drawing stars on their heart because instead of having negative feelings or thoughts when they looked in the mirror they were having positive ones so they wanted to add to the heart instead of taking away so they'd add little stars so I was getting photos of just these hearts filled with stars and I was like this is like the most beautiful magical thing so but the truth is there's no quick way to get there it's, it's a practice it takes it it takes almost like kind of mental reminders and mental trainings and the right tools yeah. to practice day by day and all of that is in the course so Ooh. yeah it's like i know i like I got chills thinking about I it i love you. it so much i, I mean the yeah. is, like, these
0: bodies these bodies are a vehicle like
1: mm-hmm.
0: an ornament it's a vehicle like mm-hmm. this body is like meant to take us places. It's meant to be the chariot of our spirit throughout this whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. And yet some of us are walking, like some of us are walking around being like, I fucking hate my car. Like I hate, like I hate it. Like, yeah. Bring me everywhere. Like yeah. such a waste. This is, but this is also like. we're going to go back to patriarchy
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like it's part of the patriarchal system of keeping women figuratively and literally small like if we're all obsessing about what we look like and not like creating companies or like (laughs) right or like saving lives then like yeah then we're quote unquote weaker like if we're so busy making sure that we look a certain way so that Mm -hmm.
1: we Mm -hmm.
0: it's a really safe way to keep the patriarchy in power
1: Absolutely. And also just energetically, if you're existing in your own skin and you're at war in your own skin, how are you going to create peace and beauty outside of yourself? You know, like you have to first create the peace within and the harmony within, and then that like fully integrated existence that is just this cosmic wow, I sound like such a witch right now. You get it. Like once that's like, (laughs) once that's like in line, then the, the possibilities are endless, you know? And I think too, a lot of it is like showing up in your life with confidence, you know, like you were saying, if we can be convinced that we're not enough, In whatever way they they use, you know, be it because our bodies don't look a certain way because our faces don't look a certain way because our skin doesn't look a certain way, whatever it is. If we can be convinced that we're not enough, we show up in our life like we're not enough, you know. And but what if we could hush out all of the I'm not going to say hush out. What if we can just identify what those Bingo. patriarchal voices are so that we know, oh, bullshit radar. Hello, move along. I'm going to continue walking in my life as a fucking queen. Thank you. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. Yeah. That's showing up showing up in your life whatever you choose to do with confidence and and knowing your worth.
0: Amen. Wow. Yeah. home girl, I I am living for you. I am so, I'm just so grateful that this has, has been a creation because again, Mm -hmm. people that are benefiting, it's huge.
1: It's It's so huge. And do you know, what's cool is that it's, it's deep, you know, like, and I never wanted that to change about body love because like, we're just kind of, you know, we're figuring out how to do the the marketing of it and getting the reach wider. But right now, what's so cool about it is the people that show up for it, go deep and have deep experiences. And that that's, and body love in general is deepest. Foot. <laughs> and that's the quality about it that I love so much that I think is necessary. And I don't ever want that to change.
0: Yes. Well, I was saying, Mm -hmm. I I put it in a story recently. I was Mm -hmm. like, look y'all I've spent like $50,000 on therapy. I've like done (laughs) I traveled the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of that is wrapped up in this course.
1: (laughs) So that's, yeah, that's the thing. And when you have two people, you and I, who have walked these wild journeys, but have paid attention the whole way. That's how we set other people free. You know, we pay attention, we keep the keys, we turn our pain into keys and we keep them. And then when we have the opportunity, we hand the keys off. And I think that's what we do with this course. And I'm proud of us. And I'm also just loving the way that everybody's responding to it. Cause really it, like when I say it's a, my favorite thing I've ever created it's because I literally put my heart and soul into it and I know you did too and then we're just like here take it (laughs) enjoy (laughs) heal yourself
0: (laughs) we need we need women who are we need women who are free yes and
1: in love with themselves Yes.
0: oh my god yes
1: yeah um is there anything
0: else you want to share? I'm just so like, I feel like we just spilled the tea.
1: We spilled the tea and I love it. I will continue spilling the tea. Like there's infinite tea to be spilled, honestly. Um, But I just want to say, I mean, thank you to you. I adore you and everything that you're about. Obviously, you know, I feel about you and your existence. Um, But also to everybody that shows up for body love, like, you guys make it what it is. Like, it's it's nothing without the depth of these women that decide to show up for themselves. And you guys are all queens. And to anybody that's a little bit hesitant about it or you're not really sure, I say make the leap because you don't realize maybe how far you've gotten from your intuition, from your divinity, from your creativity, from your sensual side, from your body in general, until you start making steps back towards it. Um, and I think that'll change everything. I think that's all.
0: Kayla, I love you. Thank you for being here.
1: I love you so much, Alexa. You're a queen. You're, You're queen. You're queen.
0: All right, baby. I'll-
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you.
0: All right, you guys, thank you so much for carving out the time to listen to this wisdom, to listen to uh, all this goodness. Um, Once again, gentle reminder to please check out SavageLosAngeles.com to learn more about my new company that I'm so proud of. I hope it inspires you to create and cultivate a life that you dig. Um, And also, if you are down and have, you know, oh, I don't know, 10 seconds, then please, please give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes. Super easy. Just give it five stars, maybe say a few kind words. And if you dug it, Please share it with your friends. I would be over the moon with gratitude. Um, All right. You guys are the bee's knees. Much love. Stay savage.